Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is December 17th, and I'm on my third back-to-back call today. (laughs) This is episode number 22, and I am feeling frazzled. Uh, (laughs) So, (laughs) because... We are. I asked if we could record this a day early. Uh, you said yes. And then I completely didn't update my calendar and uh, and I'm 20 minutes late to our call. So I am really sorry. Yeah. So I'm not complaining. As I said, it, it's my third back to back call. So I didn't mind the break. <laughs> yeah. Get a little 20 minute break in there. Yeah, no, I'm so I'm so sorry, man. Um, so on Wednesday, the reason I asked if we could reschedule it from we normally re- record this Wednesday uh, Wednesday morning U.S. Wednesday at the end of the day for you in Germany. And uh, my my daughter has late start on Wednesdays, and so every other week I try to like take off the morning and we go to like a coffee shop or play a board game or something like that, and it just. I, I just completely uh, completely slipped my mind this morning. So, so sorry. I was like frazzled to get myself to the office and get set up. No problem. No problem at all. What are all your, what are your calls about? Three back-to-back calls. Uh, we just like, right before this, we had our uh, weekly co-founder call just to catch up on things. And we actually skipped the last two or so. So it has been, it, it has been a while since we all three got together and, and, just talk so that was before that and the one before that was a mastermind group call and the one before nice. that there was a longer break before that and we did a, uh, we did a product call jane and i to talk about like in-app messaging and made some style changes and stuff like that so cool. lots of calls today i don't get a lot of other stuff done uh just like yeah, talking to people <laughs> and now recording podcast episodes. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is this will be our last one for the for the year. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's last true. one for the, the last decade. One. Last one yes. for the entire decade. <laughs> that sounds big and important. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, what's been what's been going on for you in the the past uh, past week? Yeah. So. Um, I updated my website yesterday, uh, basically removing my services page. And I all saw references you announced to it. that. Congratulations. You were getting some high was, fives there. Yeah, like I, I didn't expect that much feedback, to be honest. Um, it just figured, hey, it's probably a good idea to just remove the page just so I don't confuse people with availability that isn't actually availability. Yes. So I right. deleted okay. all the pages, um, removed all references to it, and just pushed it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's read about it. And suddenly I get like, I don't know how many replies, 80 <laughs> likes or so. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it didn't do anything. I just removed the page. People are rooting website. for you, man. <laughs> People are cheering for you. So, yeah, that, I mean, certainly nice. Um, yeah. Um, yes. But I didn't expect that amount of. Uh, positive feedback so i mean i I take it um (laughs) um, other than that like last week i was like super stoked about the new sepultura thing um 
turns out two days later they were like yeah maybe it's a bit rushed let's yeah let's not do yeah. this right before christmas so <laughs> it, it's still supposed to happen next year but at least it's not as rushed and mm-hmm. i think overall i'm happy about it because um getting it done this week would have been tough and this way i can basically do it on the site no problem at all cool just an hour here an hour there um and then what else happened yeah last week the i think it was the day after we recorded the episode on thursday i had a really 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 bad day uh kind of a a small meltdown in terms of um I was like, I'm still not sleeping very well. Still wake up yeah. a couple times every night. I was like super tired. And we had for the for the whole week, for the whole last week, we had two customers really, really struggling with their onboarding, sending very long emails with lots of questions mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. my night. So every morning I'd wake up to like a handful of support requests with tough, tough questions in there. It took usually took like 30 minutes or more to just figure out like just read them understand them double checking what's happening in their account did they set up things correctly maybe even checking stuff in our database so it was really taxing and um, i got super cranky just like the lack of sleep and the amount of stress uh was just getting too much and um yeah, at some point, I just wrote a lengthy message to to my co-founders stating the situation. And after that, talking to a couple of friends about it, I realized that basically since we launched, I've been kind of anxious. And uh, just like having a product out there and yeah. being the only one able to fix stuff, to analyze stuff, to like do anything technical on it was stressing me out a bit. And um, the lack of sleep just amplified that by, I don't know, a lot. And um, yeah, yeah. so trying to figure out like how to deal with all of this, um, this now, uh, definitely um, trying to like in the last couple of weeks, like unplugging is super hard, like with the constant support requests coming in, there was basically always something to think about and now i'm trying to like at least in the evenings not check emails not not answer support requests or even check if there are support requests and just like, try to take it a bit slower mm-hmm. and not feel so i don't know yeah anxious about like is there something wrong with the system is it going to break overnight and stuff like that yeah is that and that's those sorts of things um talking that over with your co-founders like are we okay with there may be some support requests that go some number of hours without being responded to is that sort of just setting expectations across everybody yeah yeah basically just just mentioning it and mentioning the situation was already helpful because of Mm -hmm. course like during the day being super tired i like my productivity wasn't great as well as a yeah, you can probably imagine try to to program something and uh, work on a complex system without being um, fully awake is right. 
and being kind of a useless exercise. <laughs> yeah. So especially um, when you're you're tired and with a low burn of anxiety underneath all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna. So getting it out there and just talking about it helped a lot. And um, both my co-founders were very like oh, um, okay with that and accepting and. Um, mm-hmm. So now I don't, at least like the level of like the stress induced by, hey, I'm not delivering enough <laughs> and I feel bad about it. That part is a little bit relieved now. Um, and I just try to, yeah, figure out how to get more sleep and be more productive. Mm-hmm. And it's already improving. So, yeah. And are you, are you pretty optimistic that, well, like how how much how much do you think that will change in the new year when you completely free your mind and your calendar from consulting projects do you think that it will that that will be helpful or do you think well now i'm just going to be focused full time on this new thing that's causing me a, a lot of stress how are you thinking through that that's like that's a good question and i don't i don't really know the answer like Yes, for one thing, it's probably nice to be able to just focus on one on one thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's the only thing that yeah. I'm doing and it kind of has to work out. Otherwise, the time is wasted, more or less. Yeah. And maybe it just adds, like, adds more pressure on top of it. But yeah, I will, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Is that... Is- everybody's mind state or mindset or state of mind. Is that something that comes up in your weekly founder calls as an agenda point, as an agenda item? Hey, let's be sure to talk about this or has it only come up when it's presented itself as a problem? Um, We used to do this in the very beginning a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then we stopped, stopped talking about it and maybe it's a good idea to do it more. But then again, I mean, if it's from if it doesn't really change from week to week, it's kind of useless. And maybe it's just a good idea to bring it up when it's when it's important or something changes or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I need to. I'll. I. I won't waste time finding it right now. But I'll find the blog post and put it in the show notes. Um, there's a guy in. He's actually here in Boulder. I've never met him personally. Um, but hear his name mentioned all the time. And Alex Bloomberg of Gimlet on his podcast without fail interviewed him. His name is, yeah, it's Jerry hmm. Colonna. And I think his thing is called reboot. Um, yeah. Reboot leadership in the art of growing up or something like that. Anyway, he's, he's got this interesting blog post about how um, founders, founding teams, uh, should start pretty much every meeting with um, are you, how are you feeling? Red, yellow, or green? And Mm. just like, hi, like no need to go into the details at that. Like just start there. And that is how the meetings begin. And it seems like, I don't know. I'm I'll, I'll find the, I'll find the post and share it with you. I think that there could be something in there that, that might feel simple to do extremely practical um and it's i mean it's kind of what we do at the beginning of this show like how are you feeling <laughs> in <a> way, yeah <laughs> um and uh because it just sort of gives you a place to, to start with well okay yeah why are you feeling that way what what's yeah. going on is there anything we can do about that um yeah. 
So the, the podcast, the, the, the interview with Alex Bloomberg is, I mean, it's obviously great because Bloomberg is just a master. Um, but the post feels extremely mm-hmm. practical. And how do you get something kind of touchy feely and foo foo feelings into something functional and practical business people yeah. working together, trying to build a thing? Yeah, I, I think that sounds like something I should check out. Also, I have a copy of uh, Sherry Walling's book laying around. Oh, I should probably well, yeah. pick that one up as yeah. well. Um, I, I started reading it a couple, at this point, it's probably years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like, back then it was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't feel I need it. But <laughs> right now I feel like, yeah, it's probably a good thing to to start thinking about this a bit more and be more mm-hmm. proactive about managing my mental, mental health, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the topic. I, I, I like talking about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've never been accused by my friends of, uh, of being hard to get to know on the feeling side of things. Um, it's one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite topics. <laughs> So anytime, anytime you need to start off or dominate the entire episode here and talk to me about how you're feeling. Yeah. I'm always, I will always be game for it. I can pretty much promise you. <laughs> okay. I keep that in mind. What else, man? What else is going on with user list? Um, during like while answering one of those longest support requests, mm-hmm. um, basically re- reviewing one of our new customers' accounts and their setup, <laughs> I noticed a ambiguity in our copy, like for for campaign triggers, like the thing that starts, like the conditions that need to happen and apply in order to start a campaign. We were using past tense, so like stuff like user joined a segment. And in the couple, like in the last couple of days and during the review, it occurred to me that that past tense is actually confusing because it can either be like stuff that's happening right now, like the user joins a segment right now or mm-hmm. joined it a millisecond ago and then the campaign starts. Or you can read it as in the entire lifetime of the account, a user joined a segment and is still part of that. it's hard to explain well so meaning as the as the user as i'm setting that up i might be confused because i'm like whoa 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 yeah yeah i'm about to create this trigger and it's going to apply to anybody ever and that is not what it does it is going to apply to users in the future from this point exactly yeah yeah so that copy is hard (laughs) yeah and it that's this was exactly one thing that kept confusing people like like they they send emails like why isn't this user getting this campaign because when i read the condition it sounds like it should match but it didn't because they already were part of that segment before the campaign was ever created yeah and um so we changed that and now it's it's present tense user Mm -hmm. joins a segment and stuff like that and jane's opinion is that i'm putting too much hope into this little change but i'm i feel super good about it it's <laughs> like now there's the, the ambiguity is gone and now it's there's only one way to interpret it at yeah. least 
Well, we see. Maybe we we'll get see. another support request and uh, discover a third way to interpret it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. When you when you come across those things, when you and Jake come across those things, do you are you adding them to like the answers? I mean, when you respond to those requests, are you adding them to a knowledge base online or your help documentation? Mm, sometimes at this point, I feel like we have most of the stuff covered. Yeah. Like we have a lengthy knowledge base document about how the campaigns okay. work and how the triggers yep. work. Um, but yeah, most, I'm mostly explaining myself over and over again uh -huh. with concrete examples. Uh -huh. just, yeah. I don't know. At some point we could probably just link to the stuff, but it feels nicer for a customer to just get, get things complained in their context. So that's what we do right now. Yeah. That, that also makes some sense. Um, I feel like Justin Jackson at, uh, Tran with Transistor, has, does a really good job of like creating and sharing uh, videos, like just with Loom, like, hey, here's how you do this thing, da, da 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 shares it out, kind of repurposes it as marketing mm -hmm. <laughs> because, hey, you're dealing with this problem, here's how to do it. And it's help documentation, current customer, you're asking about this thing, yeah, we totally do it and here's how. And video is so high fidelity yeah compared to writing i mean writing's good too sure but a video explanation that that is then documented in a place added to help help documentation that you already have potentially you know just something yeah to that might be a good think idea about, to, to think to about add to your yeah add to your response workflow yeah i think the problem there is yeah where they break down like I don't think um, I want to record videos or for the customer, it would be nice to record them within their account, like with their concrete example, but yep. I can't share those. Like, right. Okay. That's sensitive information. If it displays like customer data, then even more so. Um, but I mean, think it's still a good way to think about, to think about it just like trying to repurpose some of that stuff mm -hmm. and maybe even maybe there's a way in to just like record it with dummy data or something like that yeah i mean i think the the root of what i was asking about is because I, I i heard you saying i feel like i'm repeating myself and so and i, yeah. I know that i know that you'll have good help docs they look beautiful um they are easy to navigate so how, yeah. how is it that you're still repeating yourself or how, how can you find ways to repeat yourself at least a little bit less? Yeah. I hope like, I hope this change helps a little bit. We also uh -huh. identified a new feature that we should probably add soonish. And then, yeah, What's that? we see, uh, basically like right now, all our triggers are event based, like something happens, the user joins a segment yes. or they fire a new event or, they just sign up and I think we'll need a new trigger type that matches whenever they match certain conditions like a value gets set to true or they reach a certain count of activity in their mm -hmm. in their stream and then that campaign starts. Yep. We don't have that right now. You can kind of fake it by setting up a segment for it, but it's not 
well, it's too confusing and it would be easier to just like define the conditions on that on that trigger. Mm-hmm. And so it's now a thing on our roadmap. <laughs> Let's see when I get to it. Yes. Yeah. Where where do you stand on launching in-app messaging? Um, no date set yet, but tomorrow we have got a call with a customer who's interested in the feature mm-hmm. and we're going to show it to them and then talk about their use cases and get some feedback and then continue working from there. I guess we should probably schedule a couple more. Like right now we have just one scheduled, but there are more people interested in it and I think we should gather some more feedback and then with that polish it and launch it nice yeah very nice man what's new with you um let's see so did you hear back from uh from your uh, proposals i did and uh well i heard back from one and they said no thanks not at this time don't think we're ready to commit Ah. to an annual i uh, don't think we're ready to commit to an annual plan yet um and so uh we yeah which like i said last week like consulting has definitely taught me do not live and die on small sample yeah. sizes um, or every single proposal um obviously would have preferred for it to be a yes but it, it sure was a no and got some good feedback on it that um kind of boiled down to not completely sure that they they are saying like not completely sure that it would be worth it at this at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Don't know for sure what exactly headlamp would be offering. You know would would be so uh, what what we would get out of it over the course of a year, um, which is good uh, good feedback helps yeah. me you know understand okay I need to zoom in a little bit more than on the the benefits of what I'm building. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's where that is, uh, followed up with the, with the second one and, and they're like, oh yeah, not, not so sure. It's like end of the year right now, maybe, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hit, hit me back up at the be- you know, at the beginning of January. Yeah. Um, at, at any, at any rate, uh, I need to be working to get more, you know, more people into the top of that funnel as it is. Um, yeah. And so I'm just trying to figure out how to close out the year in a good way, um, you know, about across all of my uh, priorities, client work, my mm-hmm. consulting, uh, my consulting site, um, and uh, pitching and selling headlamp. Um, and that's where I'm just like spread. I just find myself being spread thin again. Um, and just struggling to, yeah, just struggling to make, make progress. Um, or days yesterday in particular just felt like a pretty crummy day where I just got to the end of it. I'd been doing things all day long and got to the end of the day feeling like, did I, did I make any meaningful progress on anything or did yeah. I just move everything in one inch? And Th- if those it, days are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, you did stuff like you did things 
that if you <laughs> that would not have moved at all if you yeah. hadn't if you hadn't done it but it just felt like uh i i need to have more discipline in being able to say i'm going to move one thing a foot today and that means these other things are not going anywhere yeah and uh it just sometimes feels like i just don't have the luxury of being mm-hmm. able to do that um so but because like when you're talking about client work what does that mean well i mean you can you can only set so many boundaries and be you know be unresponsive to clients to a degree before yeah. they say hey all, all good man we're we're not going to re up next month yeah and yeah. like that's just that's a real that's a reality of of services business i know like people love to talk about boundaries how, that's all how true is- but how responsive are you usually? Pretty darn responsive. Um, like within like within five minutes or like like within an hour or two. I mean, okay. um, so either with, I will you, uh, yes, it's done. Like totally totally hear you. Just pushed it. Put just pushed up that change. Or mm-hmm. yes, got it. Sent that email. Or yes, here are my thoughts on this. But trying to be super, super responsive over time. That has meant that I keep clients around for a while and get a lot of referrals and, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, the, the trade-off is that my personal projects always suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you have like, do you have like, uh, do you have a contract, right? Or you send at least, at least send proposals if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. Do you set like expectations about that part? Like I reply to email within 24 Um, hours or something like that? Yeah. What does it say in there? I think, I mean, I think I say 48 hours um, where where I mention it, but I kind of tend to... If you if you if you start doing it within one hour, at some point they will just ex- expect it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, I definitely, take, I definitely. Do you, do you accept phone calls? For sure. One of one of my one of my clients like texts me very regularly, and they're they are a good client. Okay. I mean, I, yeah. So I. <laughs> This is something like I usually reply to emails pretty fast, but I almost have a rule to never pick up the phone when they call. Like mm-hmm. even if I could pick it up, I just don't because mm-hmm. I feel like there's rarely a thing that's so important that they have to call me for it. Like usually an email is fine. And I feel like especially calls feel like super intrusive to me because like getting on a phone call is basically pulling me out of whatever i'm doing yeah where with email i at least it might be not be a good thing to regularly check my email but at least it's an a thing i do and not a thing they just push onto me yeah yeah well yeah just i i can hear like through this conversation and winding down the year, starting up the new one, it'll be, I can get, I can get new projects off on a, a bit of a better footing. Um, 
by setting some expectations and then and not breaking those expectations and training clients to expect me to respond to text messages, respond to emails. Um, yeah. As if I have my email up all day long and respond to things when they come in, which is what I do. And I know that that is not a good practice. Um, I work way better when I don't act that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's easy to fall into that under the, you know, yeah. Under, under, working from the position of, yeah, keep, keep clients extremely happy and they will continue to come back and refer you to people. Yeah. That has yeah. worked. Um, there's, there's a trade-off for it though. But, I mean, I get, I get where you're coming from and I kind of, kind of agree, but I also think like, replying within one hour is probably not necessary most of the times i yeah i i completely i completely agree yeah yeah well let's see um other things on (laughs) (laughs) other things on my mind as i'm you know winding down the year spinning up the new one is uh just in terms of thinking about how i out what I'm building with headlamp and the things that I want to explore is I I've said here before, and I believe it fundamentally it, whatever I software cannot solve loneliness and feelings of isolation among a remote team can't solve it. Um, it can monitor for it and then make re- recommendations on um, how you, how you can address it. I was doing yesterday though, so I was doing this uh, interview with Josh Ho. He's co-founder and CEO of uh, this company, Referral Rock. And it's part of the remote work series that I'm doing for bright and early. Mm-hmm. And we're having this conversation. I'm asking them about their, like their onboarding process. And they have a real, they have a, a pretty well-developed uh, onboarding process that they've iterated and evolved over the years um and you could just tell in talking to, go ahead is this for customers or for employees uh for employees sorry yes um so onboarding new employees to their 100 remote team and it was clear that they have worked on this and improved it and then i asked him like what so uh what's one of the very common things people talk about is loneliness and isolation he's like yeah we haven't really we haven't had to struggle with that too much. Um, and so it, it's kind of got me thinking about, all right, I, I know that software cannot solve uh, loneliness and isolation. Is that because it is a byproduct of like poorly functioning teams um, where they're, they're not, they do not communicate well, expectations are not clearly set. And so one of the things that's most likely to occur in that sort of a team is this problem of isolation and loneliness. And so is, is part of what headlamp ought to do is not necessarily to poll for, Hey, are you feeling lonely? Have you done this? Try this. Um, instead of polling for that, like headed off at the pass by being this tool that helps to establish clear communication around, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, very specific hand-holding onboarding processes so that people feel like they're part of a team. They know what's expected. They know how to communicate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, It's really got my wheels turning there. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep, I want to keep exploring that a little bit. So like basically still tackling the same problem, but trying to 
get a little bit to the root cause of the problem. Is yeah. that what you're yes. doing? Yeah. Which is, I mean, which is what I've been like keeping my mind open to all along. I, yeah. I know that this current thing that I have built is not the thing, but I got to start yeah. somewhere. And yeah. in, in having that conversation, there was a bit of like, bit of a light bulb moment of, okay, mm-hmm. here's, here's one way that this could be solved. I, I think one way it can be solved is as a consultant going around doing workshops. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, another, okay. So is another way to do it is to be sure that teams onboard their members really, really well and have well-defined documentation and processes on how we do things that helps people feel connected, stay connected, know how to communicate with the rest of their team. Oh, okay. So if you had something that, that enabled that and made it really, really, uh, made it easy and, um, automated, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's where yeah. my head started to go. Yeah. It's not in the recording, but I'm nodding my head the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a good direction to go into. Yeah. So and it, to, it, it probably adds a lot of value on top of your current, well, the current thing you're solving. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of additional value in there. Yeah. You, we know there's this potential problem, but we help you to just avoid it entirely by getting people onboarded correctly and right. maybe right. Uh, encouraging more communication in, within the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. sounds like a good direction to go to. Go into. I, I th- yeah, it it f- also feels a little more tangible. Like the whole the I was joking about it earlier, but like talking about and thinking through feelings uh, makes, makes sense to me. Like I love it. <laughs> it feels a little uh, a, a lot of people. It feels a little like abstract and eh, whatever, especially in a business sense. And there's this aspect of it that feels much more tangible and probably easier to position and market um, and folds in the number one issue um, that remote teams talk about, which is communication. So um, anyway, that's where my head's at on headlamp as the year winds down um, and what I'll be thinking about when I kick the new year off. Cool. Do you have like uh, goals set for the next year? Well, so I mentioned um, I mentioned year the year compass um, either yeah. last week or the week before, whichever. Um, and so one one thing that I'll mention from it specifically, I really do think everybody who listens should at least just pull it up and see is this something that that you could see yourself getting some value out of um, and doing it with a, a small group of close friends. There's this one particular page where it's like, it gives you the opportunity to write down, this is what my next year will be about. And there are the, there are 10 categories. I'll just read them here. There's, okay, this is what my next year will be about. Define the most important aspects of the next year in the following areas. Which events will be the most important and summarize them briefly. So number one, personal life and family. Two, work studies and profession. Three, your belongings. Four, relaxation, hobbies, etc. Five, friends and community. Six, health and fitness. Seven, intellectual. Eight, emotional and spiritual. Nine, finances. And then 10, bucket list, which I love that at the end. It's just like <laughs> anything. Um, and uh, 
And the one, so, I mean, the, the one I would probably talk here the most about will be, you know, personal life and family and work studies profession. Um, and I was looking back on, I was looking back on last year and it was pretty helpful because there was one point where I was, you know, in work, uh, where I was writing like feature audit, like make it happen or let it go and move on. And, uh, that felt like, yeah, way to go. You did that. Like you decided this isn't the thing. Mm. Um, so it's time to move on. So for me in this upcoming year, it is definitely like state this goal that by the end of the year, 50% of my income will be coming from software and not from services. Um, like, and without constraining myself to like make headlamp happen, but no, like go, go in this direction of finally shifting yourself out of services and consulting and build something that people want will pay you for um, that the, the trade-offs you're experiencing them. <laughs> um, the yeah. trade-offs, the trade-offs will be there. Um, but it is definitely in the direction of wealth creation and um, like the type of work on a day-to-day basis that I'd rather be doing anyway, would rather be doing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Do you think like, did I get that right? You want to do like 50% of your income from software? Like yeah. Half, of it. half. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, an ambitious goal. <laughs> very ambitious, extremely ambitious goal. Um, but 12 months to do it. Um, and, uh, I mean for, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess the other side of that is when I quit my, uh, you know, previous startup and went to full zero, within 12 months I'd replace my salary with services, which is, which would also be, yeah, some people would say that that's an ambitious goal. And it was, um, but <laughs> you're judging you're like, from eh. past experience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ramping up services a lot easier than ramping up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I, yeah. That's how I feel about it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> um, But I mean, it's, it's a goal or a milestone to try to achieve. So you don't have to make it. <laughs> you can just aspire to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and like to come back to like the, the important thing that I need to, the, the day-to-day piece of it that I need to be measuring myself on is not the outcome like the metrics yeah. but am i doing the things right now that will event that will lead to that over time okay yes or no then start a streak now um that is yes and and build on that um, yeah anyway uh yeah i'll uh i don't know i might end up just like sharing a couple pages of this uh you know when I, when I, of the compass, uh, when I, when I fill it out, just to I think the, the more people I can convince to do this, the better I feel. I'm not sure. There's just so many people who've been like, dude, I'm still doing this thing that you told me about three years ago. And I know that it's super valuable. Self-reflection is always good. Yeah. I, I looked at it. I haven't filled it out, but I feel like I should really just print it and sit yeah. down for couple couple hours and uh or maybe even just an hour like 
yeah one quick pass like what comes to mind uh-huh um, in that moment and then see see what 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 i've got totally Just really really do that's it. definitely an easy way to an easy way to start i i usually i set aside two different sessions two hours for mm. the year behind for the year uh yeah the year past and one year for the year ahead the year behind usually takes me a whole lot longer mm -hmm. um anyway like that that makes it sound very intimidating so i yeah just, yeah yeah, yeah. Just so, do a quick run and then maybe do more next year or totally. maybe do do another 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 iteration on it i don't know yeah but okay. like looking at it like it it asks the right questions and i think mm -hmm. that's that's helpful because like you just sit down and then think try to reflect about what happened in the past year like there's usually not much guidance of yeah. what you consider important and this helps to you know, basically take different perspectives on the past year and yeah. maybe your goals for the next year and just like yeah completely yeah if it's if it's super open ended it's just really hard to reflect on an entire year but if you sit yeah. down and look at a page and it asks you about the past year what are you most proud of and you write about that what were you not able to accomplish and you write about that What are you most yeah. grateful for from the past year? Like those are great questions yeah. that, yeah. So, all right, let's, let's make it less intimidating and say, take 40 minutes for the year, for the past year and 20 minutes for the year ahead. And uh, so we'll talk good. on, yeah. we'll talk on January 8th about, <laughs> about everything you wrote. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, is that pretty much, uh, is that good for this? final sure. episode of the decade let's wrap it yeah definitely well i i can seriously say benedict i mean uh what one of the things i'll be most grateful for is that we just decided to start recording a podcast together not knowing yeah. one another from anyone yeah and 20 absolutely. something that's, 20 something that's, episodes later i consider you a friend it's been fun yeah i'm looking forward to meeting you in person next year Yeah, it's going to be great. It's so cool. Yeah, like uh, definitely starting the podcast is one of my highlights of this year. Yeah. Because good. like it's just, and I'm super proud of both of us for sticking to a schedule and releasing a episode every week. I think so far we haven't skipped one, right? That's right. Well, I had a guest, uh, I've done one guest and you've done one guest, but we've yeah. had an episode every week. Yeah, we're going to break the... Oh, we're going to break, break the streak. streak. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I think we shouldn't, shouldn't try Maybe we want to have it. you just record like 10 minutes on Christmas Day and I'll record 10 minutes on New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep the streak alive. <laughs> just for the sake of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> All good. All good. I just interview everyone in my family. Yeah. Yes. What are you working on? Ooh. How do you feel about that? What's that? What's that making you think? <laughs> I have a slight feeling that nobody in my family actually knows about this podcast, and yeah. I'm not sure I want to change that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Show notes at uh, slowandsteadypodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, follow us on Twitter, slowsteadypod. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah.